We've all heard the saying, teamwork makes the dream work. Well, this couple took that saying to the very next level. So out of the 168, about 150,000 of that was student loan. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Y'all didn't have any credit card debt? No. No. This young couple's decision to become completely debt-free the first year of their marriage has completely changed their life's trajectory. I mean, think about it. Most marriages end because of money issues. Well, they've decided to take that issue completely off the table. All right, everybody's healthy, we're good, we're employed, da da da. Okay, this is the time. Student loan pause, like all these factors in place. Um, but then again, you know, life happens, right? And so what we did was we set principles in place. So good. So dope. I just needed memories. I didn't want to look back and feel like, okay, we sacrificed all of our joy. It's a tell, like, better the difference between cheap and broke. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Now, before we hop into today's show, I want to remind you of the book of the month, Goals by Zig Ziglar. Be sure to grab your copy, linked in the description box down below. And while you're there, yes, I know, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe so you can be notified every single time we drop a new video. Alrighty now, let's hop into the show. Welcome to the table, yeah, yeah. We gonna get real, we gonna get right. Oh, building up wealth, we gonna give life. Welcome to the table. What's going on, family? Welcome back to The Table. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and I'm super excited because we have a beautiful, young, thriving couple in the building today who paid off over $168,000 in a short uh, short amount of time. And so before we get to them, hey, I just want to remind you that my good friend and one of my teammates, Michelle, um, said, hey, make sure that you are joining the E3 family where we are increasing. Uh, we just got out of a full week of praying of how we can increase in abundance, wellness, and freedom. This is the community to where we're focusing on expanding in those three areas. And you could do and join that family by hitting that subscribe button. Follow me over on Instagram, and I promise you, you will be absolutely amazing. But I want to get straight into today's show, man. We have um, a young couple, uh, Laurent and uh, Asia. Asia, see it? See, see, see? I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Asia. <laughs> yeah. um, and they are at the table today with an amazing story, with an amazing journey that I believe is going to inspire all of us uh, when it comes to our financial journey. So get your pens, get your paper. And ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome to the table for the first time my good friends, Laurent. 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 Laurent and Asia. There we go. All right. I got to get it. I got to get it. it. What's going on, fam? How y'all doing? We're excited to be here. We're doing good. How you doing? You doing all right? You know, it's good, man. You know, we are in January um, Mm -hmm. and it's 2024. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a year for me. Uh, I'm 40 this year. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, Yeah. man. Thank you so much. 40 this year, four years in the business. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's a pivotal year for me. I left some things in 2023, you know, that I felt like they weren't negative things, Mm -hmm. but they really weren't things helping me get closer to the vision that I believe God has given me. Mm. And I think this is going to be a year of tests, trials, um, some tribulations, but then also some rewards. Mm -hmm. And I just got to be diligent. So I feel good, man. Thank you for asking that question on my show. No one ever asked me that. For sure. Uh, But I feel I feel good. How y'all doing? We're doing good, man. Had a nice smooth drive out here. Where where y'all from? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. How long was it? How long was the drive? About seven uh, hours. About seven and a half hours. Yeah. For yeah. Real. yeah. Not Thank too you, bad. man, for driving. Yeah, of course, man. We had some family out this way. So, you do? Yeah, so we stayed with them. Got to see my little baby niece and ah. you know, spend some time with them. We ain't seen them in a while. So it was, it was a good excuse. For yeah. real. Yeah. 
listen, man, I, listen, anytime someone gives me, when someone says I can travel to San Diego, California, mm-hmm. I tell the man, listen, you ain't got to pay me. Just give me a flight. <laughs> yeah. 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 And get me a hotel. Yep. Uh, I ain't getting me a hotel. Just give yeah. me a flight. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I, I got my nephews yep. uh, and my niece in Cali. Yeah. So it's just always a joy to see them. Like, yeah. you know, and I have a new nephew, okay. um, Elijah. Uh, my little brother, John Gibbs. And um, man, so if y'all want to book me, come speak at your event. <laughs> I just require uh, a, a round trip ticket. And uh-huh. uh, if you're in the San Diego area, you know, don't even know. <laughs> just, just get me to California. Let me stay an extra couple of days so I can see my family. For sure. I yeah. got you. For sure. <laughs> uh, but y'all, I want to get into y'all's story because um, I think it was about a month or so ago, Michelle uh, sent me a nice long email saying, hey, we got to get this amazing couple mm. Uh, mm. On, on the show. And she doesn't send me a lot of people. She's very protective of who we have on the platform because yeah. she knows me. And um, when she sent me y'all, man, I was highly impressed. Mm. This was mm-hmm. right before I went on my Christmas sabbatical. And mm-hmm. I said, yo, Michelle, set it up. And I love y'all's journey. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and I want to start, I want I want to go all the way to the beginning. But mm. you all paid off $168,000 mm-hmm. in how long? 31 months. 31 months. $168,000 paid off in 31 months, mm-hmm. right? When you all were starting this journey, were you all married at the time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's beginning of y'all's marriage. Yeah. So yeah. we had been married Actually, a year in. About. Yeah. About a year. A year in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got married in March. We paid off our car in uh, October. October. Yeah. So yeah. So wow. So you're a year in and y'all going hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got one hundred sixty-eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars at that time, right? What was y'all's combined household income? About ninety ninety-eight thousand. Ninety-eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Combined household income. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. So, what's that 168? Break it down for me. So, uh, my student loans. Student loans, okay. Uh, undergrad and grad. Okay. Her student loans for undergrad. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then her car. Car. Mm-hmm. So, the majority of it was student loans. Yeah. Yep. My student loans specifically. <laughs> Your student loans specifically. Yeah. What do you have a career in? Uh, so, I'm in advertising. I'm a senior copywriter. So, you had to go to get all them student loans for advertising? Yeah, so I went to uh, went to Kent State okay. for undergrad in marketing. Okay. And um, I didn't focus on copywriting in undergrad, but that's okay. what I wanted to do. So I had the raw skills, but needed okay. to kind of get their credentials. So I went to Boston University for uh, their advertising program. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then what's your degree in? Marketing. Marketing too? Yes. We got two marketers here? Yes. Did y'all meet in school? <laughs> no. no. Nope. Y'all met on the job? No. Nah, nope. No. Nah, we met. We met. <laughs> so how how did two marketers meet each other? <laughs> you go ahead. So he's a creative at okay. heart. Um, okay. I'm more on the technical side of marketing. So but... what's your technical side? Like what do you do on the marketing side? Yeah, so I work in digital advertising, media oh, buying. Oh, media buying. Mm-hmm. So do you come after people like me or do you help people like me find deals? Which side are you on? Um like are you placing ads on like different shows yes. and TV networks? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let <laughs> me see what's up. <laughs> okay, so you're in the media buying. Uh-huh. You're helping people market their products, services, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and y'all were making ninety eight thousand. So uh, both of you all went to school for you went to school for that as well. For mar- marketing. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And then what kind of car did you have? I had a Ford Fusion. A Ford Fusion. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, actually, still do. Still do. You're mm-hmm. still driving it. Mm-hmm. It's paid for. Yeah. Okay. How much? I'm curious. How much did you pay for it? Did you buy it brand new? 
No, it wasn't brand new. Um, we probably got that for about fourteen thousand, okay. I think. Fourteen thousand. Um, we weren't. We were dating, but we weren't married at the time. Okay, okay, okay. All right, and then so goodness gracious, y'all. So out of the one sixty eight, about one hundred and fifty thousand of that was student loan. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Y'all didn't yeah. have any credit card debt? No. No. Oh, she's never even. Yep. Had a <laughs> I was like, I've actually never. You've had a never had a credit card. No. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is not shocking to me. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I'm. I'm not even upset with the $14,000 in the car, mm -hmm. you know, but it was like the student loans, that's just normal. I, I want to start right there. What's y'all's thoughts on student loans today? Like when you all have kids. Yeah. Okay, do y'all have any? No. Okay. Do you plan to have some? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. When you all have kids, what would you say? What's your philosophy on student loans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll educate them about it, but I mean, we already have plans for the 529. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it'll just be, we want to educate them on the position that they're in mm -hmm. so that they can educate other people and understand the privilege that they have, mm -hmm. but it won't, it won't be something that they have to worry about. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think for me, um, like kind of going into college, I didn't understand a whole yeah. bunch. Um, my dad tried to like talk to me a little bit about it, but I just didn't understand how important like scholarships were. Yeah. I wasn't applying for scholarships. Mm -hmm. um, I just assume, like, well, my parents are going to take care of it. I can kind of go wherever. Gotcha. Um, I will say I listened to them about not going out of state. Originally, I wanted to go out of state to a private school, so okay. I did listen a little bit there. But, um, yeah, it wasn't until I got to college and a lot of, like, my schoolmates were, you know, on scholarship, mm -hmm. were graduating without loans, and then I realized the weight of what it was. So I think the education there as well. Yeah. Do you all feel that college in your particular field mm -hmm. that you all needed to go to college to get where you all are today. Mm. Is that a required degree to be successful? I'd say no. Okay. Uh, in my field as a creative, so the terminology is creative professional, right? So I'm a copywriter, right? So I write ads, write okay. slogans, write, okay. write scripts for uh, commercials and things like that, right? Okay. Billboard signs, right? That's kind of my space. Okay. Um, and learning the, a lot of the craft is inherent, right? So a lot of people get into it. They come from all the different types of fields. Mm -hmm. Of course, they have different like ad schools you can go to to kind of hone it, mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily have to go to that level. I think for me, because it's not what I did in undergrad, is why I pursued a higher level degree. For myself, being younger, especially as a black man, mm -hmm. A lot of the positions I was able to obtain to increase our salary and our mm -hmm. household income the way I did, mm -hmm. it wouldn't have looked that way without the degree in my situation. Okay. But in order to just get in the field, to get your foot in the door, you didn't have to take out as much debt as I did. If you could go back from the very beginning, mm -hmm. would you change anything? Mm -hmm. Oh, I would have, because I was very ignorant in the sense of like, not even ignorant, I just didn't pay attention, right? Okay. Like what she was saying, like I could have thought about scholarships, I could have thought more about, hey, how can I actually pay for this maybe? But again, it was just out of sight, out of mind. So mm -hmm. I would have been more intentional about taking care of costs up front, mm -hmm. maybe selecting schools differently or something mm -hmm. like that. And you know, I made myself feel better about it because there weren't really offering my program anywhere. Okay. And it wasn't very expensive. It was like 80, like 80. 80K for your undergrad. No, for uh, for Your grad. masters. Yeah. I only uh -huh. had about, because my, uh, my pops put a lot of cash down, uh, but I only had about 20K coming yeah, out undergrad. of undergrad. But okay. that, that 80K from grad, it turned into like 110. Did you go to a private school for your um, your grad? I uh, for grad. Uh, you know, I think that I think it's a is that a public university? Yeah, I think it's I think it's public. Public. Okay. Yeah, it's public. And still 80k. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was out of state. Oh, you went out went, of state? I went to Boston. Yeah. Oh, you went to one of the most expensive states? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. What about you? Yeah. Would you change anything on top of getting scholarships? Like, would you... Like, does your particular field, well, no, you're in the techie side of things, so you probably mm-hmm. do need a degree for yours. Yeah, definitely needed a degree. Um, like, when I first graduated and was applying to my first big girl job, definitely mm-hmm. needed a degree, so I was able to see the value of the degree. But mm-hmm. honestly, I had maybe one class that talked about digital advertising. Like, to get a marketing degree, it was just, like, it was very, very new to me. I didn't even know, like, that world existed as far as mm-hmm. a career. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if anything, like just thinking a little bit more, I kind of went to school because it was what you do when you graduate college. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had absolutely no idea. Um, so I was kind of just going with the flow. I think more intentionality is, is something that I would go back and probably change. Um, staying in state definitely helped, but maybe I didn't need that expensive a degree. <laughs> you know, I think my listeners um, are always looking for different ways to make different money. And mm-hmm. I, I've never had marketers on my show. Mm. Oh. I want to spend a little bit of time and break down exactly like what your your positions are. Because mm-hmm. yeah. someone may be listening, but I, I, might, be, I might be interested. Mm-hmm. In mm. So let's start with you, Ashe. What exactly, so you're in the tech side of marketing, what exactly, break down exactly what your career field looks like. Yeah, so it's called programmatic programmatic advertising. Okay. Um, it's very similar to like social media advertising or like advertising on Google. The way I like to explain it is honestly the annoying ads that people buy ad blockers for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but they're really effective. So I work for, I've always worked for an agency, so okay. I work with a lot of, um, especially now, B2B brands. Okay. Um, and what we do is essentially help them find their target audience. Um, so it's a lot of just buying on ad platforms yes. to from third-party vendors who sell data yeah. um, and getting their ads in front of people who care about it. So pretty much, if I'm not mistaken, it's almost like if they listen to my podcast, the audio version, mm-hmm. those ads that come up before my show are like pre-mid-roll, yep. um, those are programmatic ads. Am I correct on that? Yeah, actually, because um, even like really social media ads, there's, it's all programmatic. It's just when you're buying ads digitally. Okay. Um, but more what I do, I guess, is more like um, streaming services okay. or like if honestly playing games on your phone. Wow. Um, yeah. So when I'm playing like cards on my phone, the ad that come up, that's, that's what you help place. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm serious. I'm like, yo, how do you know I would like this ad? Yeah, it's not as creepy when you're on our side of it. Because <laughs> it's creepy on yeah, our side. it is. I, mean, I just said this, and now I'm seeing an ad? Yeah. But it's not... Why is it not creepy on your side? I'm curious. Um, so, like, we work with a lot of vendors, essentially, who basically come up with the technology for it. So, like, when they explain the technology, it's like... Oh, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when you see an ad, you're like, oh, I understand how I got this. Because mm-hmm. you, you're you on the back end yeah. saying, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Without saying too much about your job, can you mm-hmm. give us an example of why you're like, okay, that makes sense? Yeah, it's not, um, well, one, I know it's not an FBI agent that's assigned to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely thought I was like, oh, Yo, bro, I'm seeing the same thing. Cover this camera. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just all, it's all the computer work. It's somebody yeah. saying, like, hey, there's somebody in this house who is a black male, 31 years old, who likes these type of clothes. And because this phone was in this house, there's a TV in this house connected to this phone. So when they're watching this ad on Hulu, Let's serve them the ad. What? Yeah. Mm. So is it true that our 
some of the ad platforms out there are listening to what we're saying. I've talked to one vendor who has talked about the technology to listen. Yeah. Wow. I've never actually worked with anybody, but okay. I've heard it. Yeah. Mm. You know, when you get that information, come back on the show. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll be sitting there like, wait, like, I, I just walked out of Walgreens looking at Dove. So why do I have Dove soap on my. Yeah. You know, Instagram. Yeah. Crazy. You know, it's crazy. Or why do I go on a website? Do you help place, like, on websites? I could be, I could have had something on my phone, go to a website on my computer, and then I see that ad that I'm mm -hmm. on the phone. Yeah. I mean, just the, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there's location, data. There's just so much data that people are selling. And your professional opinion, can we, can we hide from it? I don't think entirely. I, don't think entirely. I feel like I've gotten to a place too where I just accept that it's yeah. happening. Even yeah. if somebody's watching me through my camera, I'm like, well. Dang. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Thank you. I, that's so intelligent. Not intelligent, but I love learning new things. Mm -hmm. We've never had someone on the show tell us that. And, and it's not creepy. It's just the way technology is going. Yeah. Recently, I've completed my full estate plan. And it's been an emotional journey, if I'm going to be honest with you. But now I have a peace of mind knowing that my family and loved ones are well taken care of. But here's something you may not know that I think you need to know. According to a recent study, nearly 60% of African-American adults have life insurance. Now, wait a minute. Many of these policies may not provide sufficient coverage to fully protect their families in case of unexpected deaths. This lack of adequate coverage is a pressing issue among the black community. It can lead to financial difficulties and potentially hinder the building of generational wealth. In today's time, it's more important than ever for African-Americans to give priority to life insurance and estate planning. You see, by doing so, you can ensure that your loved ones are secure in the event of your passing. This covers funeral and burial costs, clears all debts and mortgages, and provides a financial cushion to help them continue building wealth, long-lasting wealth. Don't leave your family's financial future to chance. I want you to secure life insurance today. I want you to get a free life insurance quote through my friends at Ethos. All you gotta do is go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash life insurance. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash life insurance for your free quote or click the link in today's show notes. Protect your family's future and attain a peace of mind. At right now, and let's get back to today's show. I mean, technology is... It's technology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that that is dope. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Laurent, on your side, yeah. when you say you help people write content, break mm -hmm. that down so people can understand that a yeah. little bit. So usually when I say copywriter, okay. people think copyright like legal sense. Yes. So the word is copy like writer, like yes. actual writer. So those are the guys who are writing the slogans, the taglines, the headlines. Okay. Um, like I said, the billboards, the scripts, uh, content for websites email campaigns, right? So, uh, and honestly, being a writer, you know, it can take so many different shapes. Yes. And it can be utilized in any different, you can be an author, yep. you can, you know, uh, when we were like, find other sources to pay off the debt, right? I was freelancing out to other business, writing for content real. for them, mm -hmm. right? So there's so many different shapes it can take, but like, I've known that's what I wanted to do since I was in high school in some capacity. Because you like words. Because I love words, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So now that you all have paid off this debt, mm -hmm. Y'all been married for four years on this journey for four years, mm -hmm. being in the copywriting business, mm -hmm. being in the technology side of the uh, marketing space. What's y'all's combined income now? A little over, little over 200000 Good God. 
$200,000 income. Yeah. And is that all coming from W-2 jobs or y'all still doing stuff on the side? That's just from our W-2 job. We, we don't even really count, count. The, the, <laughs> the side hustles. The side hustles, yeah. Give me a ballpark. If you had just guess, like... Uh, we were talking about it the other day. Over the, cause I, I didn't even... She supported me in starting up about three businesses. Mm-hmm. Three businesses? From 2021 <laughs> to now. Okay. What's, what are your three businesses? I'm curious. So, uh, so I'm a spoken word artist. Okay. I was okay. Doing, we asked actually how we met in the poetry space. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, spoken word. So I do a spoken word poetry, a little bit of motivational speaking as well. Okay. Um, and so that's solo. And then I uh, used kind of that to start a, a program called Out of the Heart. Um, based off uh, Loop 645 out of the abundance of the heart and mouth speak. So it's a spoken word training and poetry development program. Okay. So I go to universities, go to high schools, and actually uh, perform poetry, but also teach them how to write and perform poetry. Wow. And our whole uh, notion is empowering potential through poetry. Wow. Um, and kind of helping students discover their uh, their voice and build yeah. confidence and things like that. And then fitness. I started a, a faith-based health and fitness program called Tending to Your Temple. Um, uh, which I started right around COVID after losing about 60 pounds <laughs> in about seven months. And I was like, all right, well, I want to share this with some people and uh, I want to share how my faith, my faith influenced that. And I uh, started doing seminars, started teaching boot camps. Uh, right now I'm teaching dance classes. Wow. Um, so, yeah, definitely have stayed busy. <laughs> um, and she, she's been there with me every step of the way. Right. You know, hey, babe, uh, I got to run out to this gig. Cool, here's your lunch real quick. What? You know what I mean? So... Just having that, having that support, you know, yeah. having her behind me, like, you know, and that cheerleader, man, it's, it changes. I was already a focused individual before I got married, but I tell guys all the time, like, it becomes laser. When, when you, you got that married. right run. Yeah. So you're a marketer, mm-hmm. fitness, mm-hmm. and spoken word. Yeah. Those are your three main things that you're really focused on. Yeah. Um, and y'all are making combined two hundred k. Are you doing anything on the side as well? Or you just you do your your full time job and you support your husband. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, There's like a few she, little things, but I don't, I'm not seeking um, <laughs> opportunities. She's a lot smarter than I am. Like, I, like her, even until recently, her job, uh, and part of the reason why I didn't, because she was like, yeah, I can start in DoorDash. Especially <laughs> when we was in it, I was like, no, nah, I really want you to. Right. Because her job, I mean, you heard it, it's very, it was very stressful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It was a lot of moving pieces. Me, like I said, I'm creating all day. Right? Yeah, yeah you have some ups and downs or whatever, but my work-life balance allowed me to take on, you know, I, I joke with my boys, like, I was feeling like Uncle Ruckus from, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I like five different jobs, right? But, like, I was able to do that because mentally I didn't have that load that she had during the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was feeling some type of way, like, well, I, I want to I wanna tag in. I was like, no, you are tagging in. Like, when you, maybe my lunch before I go to a gig, when you show up or when I go to a gig and I had a seminar where I was speaking at a church, and I forgot my paper. She ran back to the crib to grab them because I still had to stay there. You know what I mean? So I'm like partnership. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like um, that. That's where I really needed her. I'm I'm, I'm curious. So Shay, did was that's that Asia, hard? by the way? Asia. I know you wanted me to correct you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I Please, yeah, 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 for sure. That's your wife. Correct like me. Asia. No, you good. You good. You good. You good. Yeah. Asia. It's almost like Asia. Yeah. Yeah. You could just say. Like, you could just say, say that too. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's Asia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not Asia. Yeah. Yeah, she Asia. Yeah. I got it. I got it now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think of Asia. 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 I'm going to get it right, y'all. So, Asia, I'm, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Was that hard for you to not contribute extra financially mm-hmm. as a smart, intelligent, beautiful woman? Like, was it hard to be like, my husband, he doesn't want... Like, did you... 
or was that easy for you to be like, okay, cool, I don't need to work? Yeah, I think initially it was the pressure of wanting to. Um, and I would do little things on the side, like graphic design. I always saw myself as more of a creative than even my job allowed. Okay. Um, but definitely when he was like, you know, it's fine, that really took the pressure off where it's like, yeah. I'm only adding unnecessary pressure to myself because especially when we first got married, um, like my job was, it was really stressing me out. <laughs> it is, it does. Man. Yeah. I like that because, you know, when you meet smart, intelligent ladies like yourself, sometimes they want to contribute mm -hmm. because they don't want to feel like the man is controlling the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did you all, as you were going through this journey of eliminating $168,000, how did you to stay on the same page on mm -hmm. this journey with, without you feeling like he's controlling the money, uh, without you adding stress onto her? Like what were some key things that helped you all get on the same page, get aligned and really get through this journey? Cause $168,000, like, that ain't no play money. Yeah. You know, y'all did that in less than three years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely took time. Um, I was not on board. I thought he you was wasn't not, on board. Not initially. You thought he was crazy to pay Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Wait, hold up. Wait and pause. 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 Let's. It just hit me. Yeah. Y'all took advantage of the sit alone pause. Yep. Yeah. So now I see why you're thinking we don't have to pay anything right now. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's not due. But you're like. Nah, we gonna pay this thing. Yeah. How? Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, this is yeah, about yeah. to be good. <laughs> so actually, the pause is what kind of got me on board. Okay. Because he was talking about it a little bit before. Yeah. It was, I I was worried about, we just got married. I want to enjoy the first years of our marriage. You know, yeah. like we weren't having kids yet. Like this yeah. is our this is our honeymoon time and COVID already kind of kind of killed it. Yeah, yeah. so um, I was like, all right, what are we really sacrificing here? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I was ready to take my loans to the grave. <laughs> I was like, you know, everybody's doing yeah. it. Like, yeah. what really happens if we die with them? Um, but, you know, he he's always had it on his heart. His mom's mm -hmm. always, like, spoke that over him. She was definitely our biggest supporter, I would say, throughout our journey. Mm -hmm. um, so seeing, like, how committed that he was, and to your point, like, getting married, I was 24 at the time. I was nervous. I was like, okay, how do I be a good and supportive wife, but also I want to be involved in our finances. I was yeah. never comfortable just being like, eh, you got it, and That's I trust good. it. So I think that was hard. But, I mean, over those months that we weren't paying it off, he really wanted to start. And the fact that he was not willing to just, like, we're doing this anyways, mm. um, you know, that established a lot of trust yeah. for me. Um, so eventually, you know, I prayed about it, and I felt like this was what we were supposed to do. How did you get her on board, man? Yeah, so I... Um when I first approached her about it, I was like, hey, look, you know, the reality of it is, this is our loans, right? Six figures in debt. Mm. We're not even, at the time, making six figures in mm. mind. I was like, even if I start making this amount of money on my own, it's not you get your salary all at once, right? Yeah. yeah. I like, we're still being a red. Yeah. And that really kind of got us on board. And I was really just telling her about the opportunities that will open up if we just clean the slate. Mm -hmm. Facts. You know what I mean? If we start out in the black, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, it was tough, you know what I mean? Like we talk we talk a lot about, we live in an age of like comparison culture. Yeah. And that was something that was really tough to initially, she's like, ain't nobody doing this? Like who's yeah. doing this? Like why we gotta do it? Like we're making decent money, like let's just enjoy it. And I was like, I can't do this without you. Mm -hmm. So if you say no, I, I can't force you to, mm -hmm. but I want us to do it together, take some time, pray about it. And she came back. How long did it take you to come back? 
She was like, I'm um, on board, honestly. I would say a few months. So we got married in March, okay. and then we paid off my car. I think that was probably like him trying to get my feet wet a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that felt good mm-hmm. to pay off the car. That was a big step. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think How around that time, now? when we paid it off, we probably put like six thousand dollars down. Seventy five hundred. Seventy five hundred. Seventy five. Don't remember that. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, baby, give me, give me all the money, give me all the money." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, so okay, so a few months, mm-hmm. yeah. And who brought the conversation back up? Did you come to them and say, "Hey, babe, I, I got it," or did you ask, like, "Hey, babe, have you thought about what we're we really, talking about?" I really can't. I just remember because we we would meet regularly. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? We would have budget meetings and okay. things like that, especially after we paid off the debt. So okay. I think it was around. We do like devotional meetings and we do budget meetings. So when we were having one of our budget meetings, we were like, "Hey." Just checking in, how you feeling? Now the biggest thing, this is why I didn't share with you, we were initially saving up for a house, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, it's what you do, right? Yep. Get married, you might have six figures in loans, let's put down a mortgage on a six figure house. And so we had close to 20,000 in the bank. What? And I was like, hey, I know we paid off your car when we weren't planning to, because we that was initially money that was gonna be the down payment for the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Paid off the car, started back up the house fund. I was like, hey, babe, look, I really feel like we should just throw this whole thing toward the debt. Mm. She looked at me like I had three, <laughs> four, five heads, and she just was like, my security. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I, what am I, like, I don't feel comfortable with that. For what, for debt that nobody's paying anyway? That's silly, right? So again, she had to take some time, and that's really what she had to take some time and pray about and come back because she didn't feel good about that. Mm-hmm. You didn't feel good about spending the twenty thousand dollars in the savings account because you felt as if you will not have financial security. Yeah, I think it was the financial security. Also, it was like we, you know, we've been saving this up over time. Our plan is to get a house, so like every time that we threw a large amount of money towards debt, mm-hmm. it felt like what I saw in our future was getting further and further away. Mm. Yeah. So how did y'all change the image? So if you're saying, okay, my future is getting further and further away because I don't see money in the account, Mm -hmm. we're not buying a house, Mm -hmm. but we're still living the life that we're living, and I don't, you don't really see that debt really moving like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, life is not changing when you're eliminating debt. Mm Yeah. So... I always tell people it's not a math problem. It, I think it's more of a mind and a spirit problem mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, how did y'all keep going when you didn't see your future <laughs> getting closer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, um, like you said, it's definitely a mental and a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really struggled with the whole comparison thing because nobody around us was doing it. Um, if nobody anything, around y'all was doing it. Mm-hmm. No. No, I think eventually um, there was like a few people who yeah who we, we met we met like one couple on year three when <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we was about done yeah we met like hey we about to pay off our debt in a few months they're like oh we've been on this journey for a few years too like yeah. but that was at the yeah. end you know what I mean yeah 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 we had some friends we had some friends who were who were paying off some debt and things like that and subscribed to you know the Ramsey philosophy yeah. your philosophy or anything like that but it was. It was far fewer, especially student loans. They didn't, yeah. they didn't, the couple we're talking about, they didn't have student loans. Now, I, yeah. I, and I think that's the dope part right now yeah. is that I know there were there were a lot of people who took advantage of it, but the majority of people did not take mm-hmm. advantage. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You're talking about the pause? Yeah, the pause. Yeah. Oh, like, okay, you had yeah. no interest being a cure. Why would you not attack it? If you had a job, if you had at least a decent amount in savings mm-hmm. to where if you did lose your job, you could you could bounce back because you had savings. But yeah. if you were in a good place, yeah. why, did, why would you not want to attack it? Yeah, that was huge. My dad, my interest, when, when like the interest was accruing, yep. it was $18 a day. You oh hold up wait yeah we about to add this up. so yeah. you were making eighteen you were being charged eighteen dollars a day yeah. yeah let's say for an example okay let's say we had no pause mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and you were making your regular payments mm-hmm. how long did you think it would have took y'all to pay off the student loans just making the minimum payment. Mm-hmm. I'm making the minimum. It's just, just oh. the minimum, because that's what everyone's doing right now. I'm gonna yeah. make the minimum payment. I was Never. paying. I was paying on my loans when it went from 110 to 123. What? Yeah, my combined for my undergrad and yeah. graduate came together at 110. Okay. I was making payments, right? It still hit up to 123. You were making payments. Mm. I want to say this again. <laughs> Jay, put that camera on me. I need to see, need to see my face. Because I don't think the people are understanding what you just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were making your regular monthly payments. Mm-hmm. How much was your regular monthly payment? Like $100. $100, okay. Yeah. So you were paying $100 a month. Mm-hmm. Your total loan balance after you graduated your from grad program mm-hmm. was $110,000. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. you're still making your monthly payments. Mm-hmm. It went from hundred and ten thousand dollars to hundred and twenty-three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Mm-hmm. You didn't borrow hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars. No, and that's why that's why they had to go. You probably didn't even <laughs> borrow hundred and ten thousand. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it went up because of interest mm-hmm. because you're making the minimum payments. Mm-hmm. No disrespect, I say, but <laughs> a lot of people are probably think I'm just gonna pay this until I die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is going up. Mm-hmm. So then when COVID hit, so wait a minute, pause, pause. <laughs> Let's be real. If yeah. you kept that up, uh-huh. you would have did exactly what your wife said she wanted to do. Yeah, to the grave. Yeah. The grave. It would have been on my tombstone. I'm going to $123,000. Sorry, $140,000. Right. Yeah. The way, and this is what I encourage people as far as to, to look at it differently, if for whatever reason, you know, preferably for not the same reason, but if there were to be some type of pause, mm-hmm. the way we looked at it, especially the fact that it was paused for three years, mm-hmm. you know, paying off loans, it's, it's a battle, it's a fight. We yeah. looked at it like a boxing match, right? <laughs> When you're in a ring with another boxer, they can punch back. Yep. Right? That's the whole point. I suppose I punch you, you punch me, I block. But when the pause happened, it's like somebody tied their hands behind their back, mm-hmm. set them down in the chair, tied their legs, Bro. and I just had to wail on them, right? Right. And then she did the knockout punch, and then it's wow. a wrap. You know what yeah. I mean? But when the interest is stacking, they can fight back. Ooh, you know what I mean? Bro. They can punch back, and you might lose. Yeah. You know, you might not even make it to the 12th round. It's, you know it's not I mean? even a might. You would. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah you, for sure, you will lose. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's 365 days. Um, and um, do I have a calculator on my iPad? I don't know. Because I want, I want to do the math for mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, I, 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 want the people, I want the people to see this right here. Um, if it helps, I do remember that there my eighteen dollars a day was like five forty a month in interest. Here we go. We about to get it, brother. <laughs> um, 
continue. I want to do the math here. I got to pay for a calculator? The disrespect. <laughs> the disrespect when I heard? I can't believe this, y'all. They made me pay $5.99 for a calculator. <laughs> this is crazy. Like so you that. was getting, um, you was being charged. I'm, I'm putting up my notes here. Mm -hmm. You were being charged $18 a day. There's yeah. 365 days in a week, mm -hmm. me in a year. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to do the math here. 365 times $18, that's $6,500 a year. Mm -hmm. You are being charged an interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if and there's no way in the world. All right, so I'm, hold on, we're gonna do this math here. Mm -hmm. All right, so an interest a year, you're paying six thousand, mm -hmm. what did I just say? It's five hundred and seventy dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what you're paying a year mm -hmm. in interest. But you're making a hundred dollars a month. You're paying a hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's going on, family? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Now, before we get into today's show, I want to talk about something that's very important to me. You see, growing up, seeing folks who looked like me on TV, hearing them on the radio, or reading their words, it showed me we could own our own narratives. It's more than just seeing black faces. It's about hearing our truths. You see, legends like Oprah and icons like Tyler Perry, they weren't just entertaining. They were mirrors of our resilience, our joy, and our struggles. That's why NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths hits totally different. It's a whole vibe of celebration, capturing every shade of our experience. Imagine diving into the tales that speak to our soul, from the laughter and love to the real talk about what shapes us. From legends in the game to stories about our everyday heroes, this collection has no Bounds. You see, recently I got to tune into an episode and let me keep it real with you. It's like sitting down with my family. The host, the stories, it's all about us and it's for us. It's real, it's raw, it's relevant, and it's uplifting. Showing every facet of being black in today's world. It's time to level up our playlist. After today's show, dive into Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR. Wherever you get your podcast. Let's keep making sure our stories are told by us for us. Now, let's get to today's show. What's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Have you ever wanted to uh, get into a new culture? Or are you even thinking about taking a trip and you really want to know what people are saying around you? Or maybe you're like me and you want to learn something new. I remember how hard it was to learn a language in school because the textbooks, it wasn't enough for me. Well, let me introduce you to my new friends over at Rosetta Stone. It's a top choice for learning languages and has been for over 30 years. Now you can use it right on your computer or on your phone. It's more than just trusting and remembering words. It's about getting deep into the language, being able to speak, listen, and even think differently. You see, Rosetta Stone has 25 languages from Spanish to French to even Japanese and a whole lot more. They even have this cool speech recognition called True Accent that helps you say things right. And there's a special deal just for you. A lifetime membership to all 25 languages for 50% off. So don't wait. Now's the perfect time to start learning a new language. My listeners can get this awesome deal for a limited time. Just go to rosettastone.com slash today. Start unlocking languages and traveling with no worries by going to rosettastone.com slash today. Let's forget about all these language barriers and let's get into today's show. What's going on, family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? 
Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Which is your minimum payment. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's easy math. Mm -hmm. It's $1,200. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you would have never paid it off. Nope. No. And that's the point. Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so 6570, you know, 6570 minus 1200, that's highway robbery. Yeah. yeah. Your, your payments are still going up. Mm-hmm. You're going up by $5,300 a year yeah. by making a minimum payment. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what the government wants for everybody. Mm -hmm. they, they don't want us to be debt free. Mm -hmm. No. They don't want us to have freedom. Mm -hmm. They want you to go to your grave paying that. Mm -hmm. Because by the time you go to the grave, you've paid them back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What you originally borrowed. Yeah. And then some. Mm -hmm. And then they get the right off the rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I just, I'm not a fan of student loans. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a fan of it. Like, I'm a fan of education. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe education is one of the most important things that we can honestly have. Mm -hmm. We need that to be successful. You needed the education so that way y'all could be making $200,000 at a young age. Like, but there has to be a different way we can get the education without racking up any debt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the fact that, that you all, and including myself, we had to pay back money on top of our student loan stuff. Like, man, it, this is, this is. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> this is this is just this is scary. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is this is really scary. Mm. But you know, I, I love the fact. Um, when do y'all plan on having kids? Probably within the next year. Next year. Cool, within right? the next within the next year. Have y'all opened mm -hmm. up a five twenty nine yet? No, not yet. Y'all need to. Yeah, yeah. I definitely encourage everyone. Mm -hmm. I have a five twenty nine, and I don't even know if I'm gonna have kids. Mm -hmm. But here's a good thing: if I do not have kids, I can. Um, turn the 529 over to my nephews and niece, mm -hmm. which they already have a 529 up underneath <laughs> my name. Wow. So I can give that to anybody mm -hmm. or I can just turn it into an IRA. But if I pass, it just goes to my trust and it pays out mm -hmm. my trust. And that's new that there can be an IRA now, right? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. That's recently new. So mm -hmm. you can transform that into an IRA, mm -hmm. you know, and I would highly recommend that. So that way your kids don't have that. So like, I will go, even I'll just put $50 a month into it. Yeah. Yeah. Even those of you all who are listening, even if you do not have kids yet, mm -hmm. you can open up a 529. You can put um, uh, yourself or your trust as mm -hmm. the beneficiary of it, mm -hmm. right? And then 
once you have kids, you can transfer the name mm -hmm. into that. Yeah. And so for me here in the state of Maryland, it's actually a tax write-off. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't know about all states. Um, you got to get your wow. financial advisor on that. Yeah. But in certain states, they allow it if you have a small business to for it to be a tax write-off. Yeah, wow. for sure. That's something that's important to us. I mean, yeah. even within this year, we already... So we like to have conversations about yeah. five years in advance or so. So we already know how much we want to contribute. You know, okay. We agreed on $500 a month mm -hmm. toward the 529 would be yeah. a good thing to do. And we want to do that, start that this year. Oh, mm -hmm. man. 500 a month? Yeah. Go with it. I'm not doing $500 a month. Mm -hmm. But no, 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 I'm lying. Between all of my nephews and myself, <laughs> yeah. I am at 500 a month, yeah. but I'm not doing that like towards my future kid if I have a kid, I got right? You. I got you. But it's like, if y'all know for sure you're gonna have a child, mm -hmm. yeah. like that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so now that's 19 years. If y'all, you know, work on having a child this year and mm -hmm. have a child next year, mm -hmm. that's 20 years mm -hmm. that your $500 a month mm -hmm. will be able to now, you're, you're cutting a check to your kids mm -hmm. um, for sure for college. And let's just say they do not, they, they do not mm -hmm. use that. Let's say they don't go to college. Mm -hmm. Let's say, Dad, Mom, I want to go to a trade school. Mm -hmm. That's cool, great. They can use it for yeah. anything yeah. around education. Yep. Yep. And then whatever they do not use, they can just turn it into a, an IRA, mm -hmm. and now they're ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I recently just did a show and showed uh, people how, how to turn your kids into a multimillionaire mm. before they even graduate high school. Mm. Mm. And I'm very big on, for me, I haven't opened up an IRA yet for my kids because they have got to have a social security number for it. Mm -hmm. All right. So, and I couldn't do an UPMA because you got to have a social security for that as well. Mm -hmm. So what I did was a 529. 529, first step is if you go to any kind of education, cool, that's going to be there. We're going to mm -hmm. use all those funds. When they do, when they are born, I'm going to create an um, a UPMA or an IRA. But I want to set them up to where there's two main things. Mm -hmm. Here's some money that you can use to go to school. Yeah. Here's some money for your life. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the requirement is going to be you can't borrow any consumer debt. Mm -hmm. And you have to continue investing into the IRA. Mm -hmm. And when you get to the point to where you can, I want you to do 15% of your income to the IRA. If if the kid just maintains $100 a month into the IRA that I provide them by the time they turn 21 from graduating from college, trade school, or any kind of education program, by the time they turn 45, they'll be worth $10 million. Wow. Yeah. They'll be worth $10 million wow. because it will be almost 50, yeah, 50 years mm -hmm. yeah. that I've invested very minimum, mm -hmm. yep. right? Mm -hmm. And then they take it over and then they invest more yeah. mm -hmm. and they keep adding on yeah. to that. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, man, we, we have to be in a position to where we got to start thinking as couples mm -hmm. and as, and as, um, um, parents to be, okay, what's the best thing I can do to position our kids? Yep. Mm -hmm. And I think now, because you all are debt-free, now you have more margin to do things that you two can enjoy doing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and then be in a position now to where when your child is born, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know what that feeling is because I've never been there, mm -hmm. but if I'm blessed to have a kid, if, if God does... If I do have a kid, because at mm -hmm. 40, I don't know if I'm going to have a kid to be yeah, honest. Yeah, for, sure, for sure. You know, but I'm like, if I do, I I wonder what that feeling is going to be like looking at my son or daughter for the very first time saying, you're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. You're yeah. not going to have to borrow any kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. That's like more freeing than us 
being free. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Knowing that your seed, that God has called you to steward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to raise and train, you are positioning them to be financially well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all just gave me a good idea. What's that? I literally just talk about. I just was talking to you. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna do a checklist mm. on how to position your kids to win financially. Mm. I love it. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm write that down. <laughs> yeah, don't forget that. Yep. All right. I'm serious because I think parents want to know how to do it, but they don't know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. That they don't know what are the things I can do to really set my kids up mm-hmm. to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you start thinking about it when it's not too late, but, yeah. but it is the too sacrifices late. get bigger. Yeah. So like, I got parents coming. My kid's 15. What can I do to get them to college without mm-hmm. racking up any debt? Yeah. It's too late. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not too late, but it's yeah. like now we got to go to extreme measures. Yeah. You got to go to an in-state or community college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to pivot. You may have to go to two years here. You may have mm-hmm. to do this program. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you were thinking about this before your child was born or in the younger ages, yeah. Yeah. We could have did a lot to yeah. guarantee that, hey, if your kid wants to go out of state, mm-hmm. they have the opportunity to go out of state. Yeah. Yeah. Even if my kid, even if I have $200,000 in that account in a 529, mm-hmm. I'm still requiring my kid to not go out of state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because why spend that money when we can use that money to pay for all of your education yeah. and then, boom, we can invest the rest of it to let it grow. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get the same education, mm-hmm. you know? This is good. Yeah. This is good. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of her, you know, people our age were realizing, you know, don't I don't even know what a five twenty nine is. I'm like, we don't need. I, I brought it up to hey, but you know what a five twenty nine is. I've been looking into it. <laughs> now nah, what is that? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean. And when I talk to like friends about it, it's like, nah, I don't know what it is. Right. Even I've been like sending it out to like friends with kids. Yeah. Who were like not infants, but like not old enough. Where hey, maybe you got some time and figure. You got a lot of time, out, but yeah. you know, yeah, it's just it's just not talked about, especially enough in our community. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Which is why I really, really. It's why I love doing what I, I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I love shows like Earn Your Leisure, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I love. Dave Ramsey. I still listen to his show because he, he he's he's the guru in our space. Yeah. Um, and I think that we need this education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and in and in our community, I think our community would be stronger if we just had the information. Yep. Yeah. You know, we are the most creative group of people, I believe. But then we just we lack the system strategies and knowledge mm-hmm. to take our gifts and our talents to the level to where it's profitable in our families, in our communities. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, what, when y'all hit a hard spot in paying off your debt, mm-hmm. how did y'all two come together? Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure over four years of paying off your debt, yeah. y'all probably thought about giving up at least one time so y'all can go do, do this and buy this and do that. Mm-hmm. Like, what kept y'all going? Or did y'all honestly... Never hit a hard spot. Y'all was like, nah, we want this freedom too much. Nothing really stopped us. <laughs> yeah, nothing really stopped us in the sense of wanting to continue. Okay. We never had a moment in the sense of like, ah, this is too much. Let's stop. Yeah. Um, what ha- Life happens. Mm-hmm. Right. In fact, that was part of the, the sense of urgency, especially like for me. Right. Uh, since, you know, I was going to bring it to her. I would, I would tell her, like, look, we don't know who we can wake up tomorrow. And we don't have here anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's going to throw us off our axis. Right. And, you know, we don't know, like, tomorrow's not promised, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, hey, look, we're here now. All right, everybody's healthy, we're good, we're employed, da-da-da. Okay, this is the time, student loan pause, like, th- all these factors in place. Um, but then, again, you know, life happens, right? And so what we did was we set principles in place. So good. Um, family, right? We're not going to jip on family. Hey, 
hey, uh, babe, my cousin's birthday dinner is, okay, cool, let's move mm -hmm. some. Or, hey, you know, I got some extra side gig money to supplement. Because a lot of the side gig money wasn't even enough sometimes to, like, kill the debt. It would just mm -hmm. be to supplement our lifestyle so we could still take her out on dates. Okay. And still have fun things, because that was... That was important. That was mm -hmm. important. Yeah, that was important. Because you... Y'all are sacrificing. Yeah. She still needs to feel loved, valued, cherished, yeah. and, and wifey. Yeah. Not just work, 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 yeah. work, work, yeah. and there's no joy, fun, peace. Yeah. Did y'all do any vacations while y'all were uh, paying off the debt? Yeah, we did. Uh, nice so, vacation? We, so we had our honeymoon. Okay. Which, uh, yeah. my, uh, my, uh, as I give my mom, paid for the bulk of it. Okay. Um, so we got to go to Jamaica. Duh. Uh, so we, we milked that as much as we could. Like, Heck yeah. Which was actually a year into our marriage, which I think helped. Yeah. Because we got married in COVID, so we yeah. waited a year later. Weird. So okay. we couldn't travel okay. anyway the first part, but yeah. by the time we did, it was like, okay. What resort y'all go to in Jamaica? Oh, I remember the name of it? I'd be roasted. Yeah, That's a right. bureau star. A bureau star. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Oh, I know, right. I know where it is. Yeah, yeah, I know where it is. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. How long y'all say? It was a week. A week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It was, it was okay. nice. It was good. So y'all did Jamaica. Yeah. What's the next vacation while y'all was paying? Oh, we did we went to like Gatlinburg with some friends. Nice. Um, we and we do uh, so uh, for our, oh yeah for an anniversary trip uh, surprise with a trip to uh, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, we're at Myrtle Beach. No, was that Outer Banks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we went out there, and that's one of the. So she was, especially since she, like, so even after we had a conversation of, "Hey, I'm, I'm down." Yeah. It was still like emotionally, she still had to catch so, up. Right. I didn't want to do beans and rice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. I don't. I don't yeah. like to do beans and rice. Yeah. 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 So she wasn't on board with that. So what I realized, one of the things that we had to hit was, you know, because I'd be good. Three years, I could be just coasting. Right. Maybe we go out to eat here and there, nothing right. really crazy, but she needed a different type of fuel yeah. source. Mm -hmm. So um, I remember we had, this is maybe a year in or so, and you know, we really been going in, and you know, she been staying steady, because we, her whole income would just go, so we didn't use her, we, we only live off my income. Okay, okay. Um, so all her income would just go to that, and any extra income from my side gets go to that. Any raises, we just lived off of how we lived from year one, and then we just move that over to the mm -hmm. debt. Yep. And so it was tiring, right? And I remember I had some extra money come in from a gig, and I was like, all right, well, you know, um, anniversary's coming up again. And so I did like a little staycation thing down in the city, got a nice like Airbnb downtown. Nice. And you know, like just, you know, went to a nice spot down there, a nice restaurant. And it was like, hey, let's just live lavish tonight. Yes. Right, because yeah. the, the extra money that came in wasn't even part of the plan. Okay. It would have just helped, yes. but it was more important, like, you know, we try and we have a saying like we like to use like uh, progress over preferences. Yes, but mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you don't make room for preferences because yes. it's yeah. important to continue with the progress. I I, I one hundred and ten percent agree. Hmm. Everyone always asks me, like, "All right, man, you're 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 you know you're you're not with Dave Ramsey anymore. Rice and beans. Like, I got to do rice and beans all the time." <laughs> I said, "I said I think you all miss his analogy sometimes." Yeah. yeah. You know, Dave Ramsey means rice and beans, beans and rice, right? Mm -hmm. And I always say, hey, man, put some butter in the rice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like perfect. That. <laughs> you know put, put, put some butter in the rice. Yeah. I, I remember when I grew up on rice. Mm -hmm. But when you put butter on that rice, mm -hmm. it tastes better. <laughs> it transforms it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think put some, put, some, put some joy, put some fun mm -hmm. in the journey. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, pause. Like you mm -hmm. said, hey, mm -hmm. tonight, today, mm -hmm. this weekend, we're gonna live that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But come Monday, we're back to rice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that fuels that fuels you up for the week. Absolutely. For the month. Absolutely, <laughs> man. And I didn't yeah. even need lavish. Like I really yeah. didn't need 
You, I needed, was, you needed something to yeah. keep you excited. I mean, we would build forts in our living room. Like, That's so dope. I just needed memories. I didn't want to look back and feel like, okay, we sacrificed all of our joy mm. to get this. Like, we can sacrifice things, but I didn't want to sacrifice memories. Like, we would go to the park and play Frisbee. Like, it didn't have to cost money. I just wanted to know that we were putting effort into, like, Enjoying our time together still. Yeah. Park That's is good. free. Frisbee's free. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I agree with you. I'm building a business uh, debt free, and it's hard. Yeah. And, mm. and sometimes, you know, um, I got to make a lot of sacrifices. Yeah. And what I do is I I treat myself to a real nice vacation every July. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, I I make just as much money as some of my my team members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, hey, I'm building something. Mm-hmm. But I'm like you. I'm like, hey, I need to feel like I still own the company a little yeah, bit, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm about to do this really expensive vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when I come back, it's like, okay, cool, great. We're on grind time. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, we just bought a studio that we're moving to. We actually have it. We're moving into it actually uh, the next season. Oh, next congratulations. congratulations. Uh, That's so huge. I'm super excited about that, yeah. right? And I'm like, but that requires sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't sacrifice. I don't want to fire none of my team members. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm like, okay, all right, all right. And then I was about to build my dream home. Mm-hmm. It was going to cost me a little bit over $3 million. Yeah. And, um, it was right on the Potomac River. Mm. Wow. The house was going to have a rooftop. Wow. On the river. Yeah. So when you walk out my back door, I'm 10 feet from the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, the house was approved to have a dock mm. to where I could have eventually bought a boat. Wow. Bank approved me. Mm. And my budget was, I think I was going to be right around 1.5. I said, I could do 1.5. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to put down about half of it and mm-hmm. pay the other half off in about four or five years. Mm-hmm. Then the builder came back because of COVID. And said, man, yeah, no, I can't build this house for 1.5. It's going to cost me about 3.2. Wow. I said, uh, watch this. Went back to the bank. Approved me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, I, I can't afford that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I said, no, you good. I said, mm-hmm. no, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I, no, sir. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are crazy. I, yeah. I even told the banker, I said, you're crazy to approve me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, why am I paying $35,000 a month for a mortgage? Mm. Wow. I said, there's no way in heck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. I said, what? <laughs> and so I had the approval. Mm-hmm. And a part of me was like, technically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I said, you have the pool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You will be in a very nice house. Mm-hmm. I mean, the house was coming with a, it was a three-story um, rooftop, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. pool was going to be on the side, wow. the back, I can go out there and get me a little boat and be mm-hmm. riding on the river. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a two-car garage, but a high level mm-hmm. to where you could put the rack in it and put four cars in Ooh. and rise up. Wow. Well, I was like, oh, this is dope. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, sir. I took yeah. my team by there. Yeah. I showed them the lake. I yeah. showed them the Ready. land. It was like, oh, this is dope. I put mm-hmm. down the money. I'm like, oh, this is mine. Mm-hmm. And I said, is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. Is my peace mm-hmm. worth that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I knew I needed a building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you you all are in my home today, but. And y'all are real cool, but I, I don't know if I want to spend 
the next few years with the wife bringing in people who I do not know into yeah. my personal home, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, wait, now we gotta make a, a wise decision here. Mm -hmm. Do we wanna get a house, a big house, that you, it's just you and your dog right now? Mm -hmm. And, or do you wanna go get a building? Mm. And so I made, I made a call, I said, all right, I really wanted a pool. Mm. That's what I really, really wanted. Mm -hmm. I, I love water. And I've always wanted a pool in my house. I always wanted three things, a gym, a movie theater, and a pool. Mm. And this house that I have here is beautiful. It is it is mm -hmm. too much room for me and my dog, Raven. So I said, you know what? Instead of me spending three and a half million dollars on a home, let me just spend 100000 put a pool in the backyard, and go get my team and I a real dope studio that's going to turn into an asset to buy. Mm -hmm. So that way I can have financial freedom. Mm -hmm. And I think we all gotta make sacrifices and live way below our means. Mm -hmm. yep. Because a part of building wealth and a part of having increase in, the f in freedom, increase in abundance, mm. increase in wellness is having decrease in liabilities. Yeah. And so now that you all have this decrease in liabilities, what's next for this couple? Like wh where are y'all going next? Now that you have now that you're back to where you wanted to be at, <laughs> yeah. now that you see your future, I'm yeah. curious, what, what do you all see in the next five years for, for this disunion? Yeah, so we, I mean, we talk about the five-year game plan, like, often, mm -hmm. and it changes, it shifted, shifts as life you know, happens, you know, we know we definitely want, like I say, kids within the next year. Yeah. Um, we, uh, like I said, we're uh, saving up for both of our cars right now. Like I said, I've, I've driven my car for 10 years, Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Toyota Camry. Yeah, yeah. And um, just traded that in, okay. you know, and uh, got my car okay. and getting her car. And Did you pay you know, cash for it, your car? So so we did the next best thing. So yeah. this is the story we tell people. <laughs> uh, so we were saving up for the car to purchase it outright. Okay. And we knew we wanted to pay for it end of January. Okay. Right, and we wanted to do it cash. And I've been, I've had this car in my phone for a year. Wow. While driving my Toyota Camry. Wow. And I couldn't find it anywhere. I was gonna have to go out of state. Wow. to find it because it was in a very specific color on the exterior okay. and usually came with the plush red color inside that I'm not a fan of. Okay. So I was like, man, I can't find it anywhere. I can't find it. So I found it down the street in Kentucky, pre-certified on only 20,000 miles, one user, no accident. Wow. Um, all, all, the, all the things that I was <laughs> looking for. And, you know, I'm like, oh, well, hey, can I put down a deposit and you hold it? Now, I know you were cautious, man. Yeah. So you know they don't do that. No. Because somebody could walk in today. And buy it. You know what I mean? So they were like, no, nah, we can't do it. I was like, all right, all right. So if we put down everything we have now, when would the first note be? Oh, uh, you put down everything you have now, it would be about $300. The first note would be due in the January. I said, all right, babe, if we do this and we just pay it off before the first note is due, how would mm -hmm. you feel about that? She said, okay, let's do it. So wow. we got it, and we bought it December first, and it'll be paid off in a couple weeks. Wow! Yeah. Come on, man! <laughs> Come on, man! Got your car? Yeah. Oh, no debt. Yeah. And, and here's the thing: um, I like, I love cars. Mm -hmm. I love cars. Mm -hmm. I spend my money on cars, and and I don't say cars like I be having a whole bunch. Of cars. <laughs> I don't have a whole bunch of cars, but that's where you can see where I spend my money. Yeah. My home my car mm -hmm. and my business mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i only reason why i get new clothes for this is because my team told me mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like hey man your, your thumbnails are starting to look the same mm. can you buy some more 
clothes. Look at that, I see. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, this is ASOS, so don't get it twisted. <laughs> ASOS, you know what I'm saying? This turtleneck is also ASOS. So I spent for this whole outfit maybe about 25 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not, clothes is not my thing, yeah. right? Um, I, I, I try to get into, like, nice little name brand stuff. And, mm -hmm. and I have some name brand clothes here mm -hmm. and there just to mix and match, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, quality. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's like, man, I... No, but it's like when you work as hard as what what we've done with paying off our debt mm -hmm. and living that lifestyle, I see nothing wrong with buying what you want to buy. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone knows I bought a Bentley, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah. But at the same time, I've probably done things that a lot of people have not done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when yeah. I was making six figures, I still drove my Acura TL with a mm -hmm. lot of miles on, over 200,000 miles on it. Yeah. I remember driving that car with no AC. Mm -hmm. I remember mm -hmm. taking a woman out on a date saying, you're Anthony O'Neill. Why are you driving this? <laughs> mm. And I turned right back around and took her straight home. <laughs> like, I remember being yeah. judged because people see me on TV. People see me on social media blowing up. But I'm pulling up in a... You know what I'm saying? An Agra TL in mm -hmm. a one bedroom apartment eventually built me a house. And when I bought the house, I still was driving that. Mm -hmm. Then I gradually jumped up. Like I, I left an Acura TL. I went and bought a, B, a, um, a BMW. Mm -hmm. Bought that cash. Mm -hmm. like it was like $25,000. Mm -hmm. Then the engine went out on that. Then I went back to my Acura TL. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Drove that for another year. Then bought me a Porsche. Mm -hmm. After the Porsche, I paid cash for that. I totaled that, drove that. Didn't want to lose that, but I totaled that mm -hmm. in the snow. And then I bought a Range Rover. Mm. Drove that for years. Then I bought the Bentley. Mm. Yep. You know, and I paid for that cash. Mm. Nice. And it was so refreshing to walk into that place and tell them, like, hey, I'm paying. I'm paying cash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they they wanted a particular amount, but I've been saving for almost two years. So even when I bought my used cars, my mm -hmm. Porsche, my Range Rover, I was still saving for the Bentley. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was. I knew. I, okay, I, I'm gonna take this amount of money from that account mm -hmm. to go buy the car, but I'm still saving for the Bentley. Mm. Yeah. And so I, I I was getting some money. Yeah. For a while, and I never touched it. Yeah, I, that money is going to that account. Never touching it. I called it literally on my account. Um, I think I was getting like twenty thousand dollars a month from mm -hmm. this particular organization. Mm -hmm. No organization from this this uh, deal that I had. Mm -hmm. I was all right. That's my Bentley account. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had all the money going to that account. Yeah. yeah. I never saw it. Mm -hmm. I said because I'm gonna save. Yeah. It hit a certain amount of money. I went and bought a Range Rover. Mm -hmm. But then the money came in. Never touched it. Boom. Mm -hmm. That's where you do it. <laughs> but it felt so good to walk in. Yeah. Yeah. And to drive home and wake up on the first of the month, I don't have a car note. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just feels good. Yeah. And I love the fact that that's what we're about. I'm curious, with, with today's society, with you hearing a lot of people saying, man, you got to leverage other people's money to be wealthy to make mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. stuff right here. Um, why do you all not take advantage of leveraging other people's money what do you what what do you all say because i'm not knocking it mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but why do you all want to go the debt-free route you know I, I run into a lot of people who will throw around like a lot of like so very sophisticated language and i'm very i'm very big on simplicity mm -hmm. um and it's like oh well, you know you do this and this interest and da, da, da. you get the points and the rewards and, da, da, da. and you know I look at it, I'm like, okay, well, that looks like a lot of bells and whistles, mm -hmm. but then when you move 
behind the curtain. I mean, what happened to Wizard of Oz when they moved behind mm-hmm. the curtain? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, well, it doesn't really look like anything's really happening as far as progress goes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about their credit score. I mean, we when we paid off our debt, my my credit score was 815. Mm. It paid off, and then, you know, sometimes it take a while to catch up. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was looking at it, and I was like, let me go ahead and dispute this, because I need to update this. Right, right. It dropped from 815 to 750. Facts. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Immediately. But my net worth had increased. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Everything was up. Income was up. But yep. now my... So when I hear people talk about, hey, other people's money, leverage this, leverage that, I feel like it. you get caught up in this game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you never actually spend time building a foundation mm-hmm. that you can actually grow from. Mm-hmm. And with us, you know, when we think about like staying debt free, not utilizing, you know, uh, credit cards and, and, and leveraging different things, we want things that we get to actually be ours. Mm-hmm. And we want the authenticity of feeling like, hey, we accomplished this and that's mm-hmm. it. I tell all the time, like, look, I'm excited about the car. You know, but like for me, the biggest part of it is that it's actually it's going to be ours mm. immediately, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Because she had to, she had to tell me like, all right, babe, look, I know you wanted to just go in there outright <laughs> buy it, but like it'll be gone if we do that. If we finish saving up and we don't know if we'll find it again, you got to remember, I only having this for a month and the note not even being due mm-hmm. <laughs> after mm-hmm. you, when you paid it off, right. that's an accomplishment, man. So it's like, and she had to kind of ground me on that, you know what I mean, how yeah. we get to the next level, but that's what we want for our life. And honestly, man, you know, I tell people this. Uh, one guy called me and said, Ayo, if I pay cash, they mm. will not give me a discount. Huh. But mm. if I finance it, they'll take $7,000. <laughs> that's crazy. I said, Huh? Because they don't okay. know you're gonna pay it off. Yeah. Exactly. So he was like, but they told me that if I if I if I finance it, mm-hmm. that they will take off seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars because they're gonna make that on the back end because they get a portion of the interest. Yeah. Right. I said, well, here's the truth, bro. They do, but they only get a portion of the interest if you keep that car for six months. If you can, if you make six conse- six consecutive payments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you pay it off within thirty days. Mm-hmm they will not get that kickback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, so if they're going to give you a discount for $7,000, sign a piece of paper, <laughs> <laughs> come home. Yeah. When you get that first statement from your um, um, bank, mm-hmm. pay it all off. Pay it off. Yeah. yeah. I said, but you got to pay it all off, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, do not get comfortable. I'm like, oh, I just made this $500 payment. Yeah. Because if you're going to pay cash for it, pay cash. Mm-hmm. So I said, I just wanted you to do. So I literally did something that was just very over extreme, but I really wanted him to to like really understand how important it is. So mm. he and I signed an agreement. Mm. Mm. If you do not pay off this car, mm-hmm. you gotta cut a check for $5,000 to a nonprofit that I choose. Mm. Wow, I love that. Yeah. And he was like- Accountability. Accountability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, so within the next 45 days, I need you to email me a receipt mm-hmm. of you paying off or a screenshot of you paying off the car. Mm-hmm. He paid. He sent it to me in 20 days. Yeah. yeah. 20 days. Yeah. So he got the $7,000 discount. Mm-hmm. He didn't pay any interest. Mm-hmm. He didn't finance it. Mm-hmm. It hit his credit report. I think he said for like one, yeah. like like one time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he said when it hit, it said paid in full when it hit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't mind people using a system to save you money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but stick to the goal that you have, which is financial freedom. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, and so I I, I love it. So what are y'all doing about a house, man? Are y'all gonna are y'all gonna get a house? Y'all gonna buy a house? Yeah. yeah so we, we uh we we want to 
pay for a house cash. We, we just don't want to go back. Right? So, <laughs> pay for a house cash? Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah, we want to pay for a house cash. So how long, how long is that, how long is that going to take you to save money? Be a little, little under three years. How much are you trying to save? Uh, about two hundred thousand. Two hundred? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two hundred thousand. Okay. We live in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, so you can get you can yeah. get a house for that yeah, about so two hundred. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, y'all y'all can get a house for about two hundred. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. That's that's easy. Yeah. Mm. That's easy. I mean, yeah, three years, pay for it cash. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have yeah. a problem with y'all financing it too though, and yeah. paying it off in three years. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. If y'all want to save and do it, man, I, man, do what y'all want to. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole point of. Financial freedom. Mm-hmm. You yep. get to choose whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Okay. You may not do it this way, like what they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But I work this hard to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not what y'all tell me I should do. Yeah. yeah. And now we know what we're capable of too. That's like, what I'm saying. That's the so like yeah. in three years, I don't know. The plan could change, but yeah, like yeah. we know what we're capable of doing. doing. And yeah. Yeah. I think I think for us, like it was when I talked to her about it, because again, she was comfortable, like, hey, we can just get a mortgage, whatever, whatever. And I was like, well, like, when I was kind of mapping out, like, our retirement plan, I was like, I'd rather take that and put it toward overloading our investments to so that we mm-hmm. hit our number by an ideal age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with everything that we mapped out, using that, that Ramsey investment calculator, mm-hmm. you know, trusty Dusty, um, you know, it's, it's, looking, it's looking good. So... Uh, <sighs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what we do here at the table, man. I am so grateful that y'all decided to stop by and share your story and your journey. Thank Thanks you for all for, yeah. for sharing it, for being honest, for being transparent, and for showing us that it, it can be done. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. for showing that it can be done with a young couple. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think oftentimes we see older couples doing it. Mm-hmm. We don't see young minority couples coming together saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And you all have a dope, dope, dope idea like hey now since we're doing it change i mean plans may change but as of right now we're going to save up and pay cash and i would encourage y'all to stick to that Mm -hmm. yeah because not a lot of couples can say they went and paid cash for a home yeah you know and i think that's another piece of your journey and testimony that y'all will be will be able to tell your kids Mm -hmm. that y'all we don't have any payment Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Y'all taking y'all kids now to to, to Israel to mm-hmm. learn about Jesus, yeah. yeah, and not tripping because y'all don't have any mandatory bills mm-hmm. back at home that is that is lingering over you all. Y'all can yeah. do whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, man, that's that's peace. Yeah. I can't wait to get married. I'm like, babe, where you want to go? Yeah, yeah, and, and we're like, okay, let's go. Yeah. yeah. I bet what you want. Yeah. You, you want to sure. just go right here? Right, and I encourage people, like, you know, when we were, and we don't get to talk about this often, but when we were kind of growing while paying off the debt, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a lot of it was, you know, being intentional with our careers and kind mm-hmm. of growing that income, you know, and a lot of people, you know, fall victim to lifestyle creep. And we're like, okay, well, we want to figure out a way, like you said, put some butter in the rice. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, well, let's go ahead and get a new car since yeah. I, we hit this mark financially, yeah. hit this figures or whatever. Let's go ahead and get that subscription. <laughs> Let's get. The, go ahead, order Peacock. Mm. So it was, it was little wins, but psychologically, Psycholog- yes, it amped us up. So now, when we are on the other side of debt free, you know, where before I'd be like, "Hey, babe, you with the Starbucks again?" Now it's like, "Hey, babe, why didn't you buy that jacket?" Mm. She like, "Because cutting." So now the roles are reversed. <laughs> now the roles are reversed. She like, "Dang, baby, you got something else?" I'm like, "Yeah, baby, I did." It's like, "You sure you want? You don't want that car, baby?" And and that's why. Like yeah. she literally saw a. 
night and day transfer. I, I, I used to tell her, like, man, there's a difference between cheap and broke. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, there's a difference. Yes. You know what I mean? But the difference is a lot of people who, you know, maybe who are around us or our circle would be doing things, yeah. right? And maybe she doesn't know how much they make. Maybe she she does know how much they make, or oh, I know what they do, but like they're living like this, and it's like okay, well, babe, but what's happening behind? It? I said like when we when we're doing that, I want it to be real behind the scenes. Facts. And um, you know, I've, I've, I've been grateful to have a ride with me, and you know, this, brother, yeah. y'all 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 winning, man. Let me tell you, man, stop going to Starbucks and go get you <laughs> yeah. get you one of them espresso machines. You know, yeah. I made that investment; it changed my life. And I wasn't a coffee drinker, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I have some friends who exposed me to different kinds of coffee that mm-hmm. are man. Listen, yeah. I did, I did the math, and I'm like, why are people not buying the machines? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because you save so much money and you get the exact same flavor of Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I don't Starbucks. Even like coffee. <laughs> you don't like coffee? No, I just learn how to make a matcha at home. And yeah, yeah listen. Yeah. So that's what I do. I yeah. do a latte or, or, or matcha, latte matcha, and, and, yeah. and, it, and I love it. But it's like my dad is a coffee lover. My parents are mm. coffee lovers. And now mm-hmm. when they come to the house, they just you throw in that it. machine. And yeah. my dad is like, okay, I need one for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. you save money by yeah. buying the machine. Yeah. That and cooking at home. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. why are y'all still spending 6 to $10 on a cup of coffee every mm-hmm. day? When you, yes, you're going to spend a lot of money on a good machine. Yeah. But if you do the math, three to five months, you paid off the yep. machine. Mm-hmm. And then now you're in the grain. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my yeah. gosh. But, yo, we're way over time. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, I, I appreciate y'all for wa- watching the show, you guys. We're going to drop all their information in today's show notes. You guys, we love you. We thank you for rocking with us this long, this long mess. Let us know in the comments um, how you enjoyed today's show. Hit that subscribe button. Join the E3 family. Remember, we're increasing in abundance, wellness, and freedom. All right? We'll see you in the next show. Peace out. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.